Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and podcast where Christ and Culture Connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about look and listen since discernment. And we're coming from the book of Luke chapter eight, verse 10. So grab your journals. So I know I don't usually do podcasts on Friday, but y'all, I was in Target yesterday and the Holy Spirit gave me a word that I had to share with you guys. So while I was in Target, I was standing in line at Starbucks. And if you follow me on Instagram, you already saw the venti ice white mocha that I had at Starbucks. But while I was standing in line, there was these two kids in front of me and I think they were with their grandmother and their grandma bought them a cake pop from Starbucks and it was a little boy and it was a little girl. So once they got the cake pops, the grandma gave the cake pops to the little boy. So the little girl was like talking and playing and the little boy had both of the cake pops and I heard him say, here's your cake pop. Now I wasn't looking at them because I'm not just some creep staring at kids in the store. I'm trying to figure out whether I'm going to buy me a new Starbucks cup or not. But I'm in line behind them, so I hear them. So he said, Here's your cake pop. And I guess she reached for the wrong cake pop because he literally said to her, and I wrote it down in my phone, he said, You need to see with your eyes and hear with your ears. Y'all, they look like she was like five and he was like three or four. And he said, You need to see with your eyes and hear with your ears. And I turned around and I looked at him because, <laughs> wait a minute. And when I looked at him, what I assumed happened is he had both of the cake pops in his hand. And when he told her, here's your cake pop, she just grabbed for the first cake pop that she saw, but that was actually his cake pop. So he said, you need to see with your eyes and hear with your ears. Because when he said, here is your cake pop, he was talking about the cake pop that he had in his left hand. But when she turned around, the first cake pop she saw was in his right hand. So she tried to go for that one. And he said, no, you need to see with your eyes eyes and hear with your ears. Now, if you've been praying and spending time with God and fasting every week, then you know that there is a spiritual shift happening right now. And if you're anything like me in the midst of a shift, I'm just like, God, what I'm supposed to do? Like, just let me know what I'm supposed to do. Cause when God starts shifting stuff, when God starts transitioning, you just need to be obedient. Like that's the only thing I'm not going to try to figure it out. God, I don't, I know that your thoughts and your ways are far beyond mine. So I'm not even going to stress myself out with trying to figure it out. I'm just going to seek you daily and ask, what do I do today? So that's always my question in the shift. What do I need to do for this shift that you're causing to happen? And when the little boy said that yesterday and it dropped in my spirit, I instantly began to type it in my phone because that is what God is saying do in this season of shifting. Look and listen. You need to see with your eyes and hear with your ears. And while I was doing my quiet time this morning and taking notes for this podcast, what God showed me is that there's a different definition of looking and listening that he has compared to the looking and listening that this world tells us to do. So when it comes to looking, we think that we need to look to see clarity or look to see solutions or look to see our way through. 
But what God said to me this morning is your eyes are made to see me move, not to see your way through. See, a lot of times when we begin to go through these transitions and when we go through trials and tribulations, we want to look for answers. We want to look and see how we're going to change this situation or how we're going to get through this. And then we begin to lose faith. We begin to doubt and waver and worry because we don't see the next step. But God said, I gave you your eyes to see me move. I gave you your eyes to see the steps that I ordered for you, not for you to see your own way through or begin to rely on your own vision or have strength in your own sight. No, I gave you those eyes so that you can see my power. So when I say you need to see with your eyes and when I say look in this season, I'm not talking about look for your own way through or look for your way out or look for the answer or look for some way to piece this thing together. No, look for my hand. Look for my identity. Look for me in the midst of the situation that you're praying on. God says during this shift, you need to look and listen. But don't look how you usually look. Look to see me move, not to see your way through. And when it comes to listening, listening comes after seeing. And we know that because when we see our circumstance or when we see the trial and tribulation, then we try to figure out what are we going to do next? So God says, when I say look and listen, listening comes after seeing. So when you go through trials and tribulations, you see that first. Instead of looking for your way through, I need you to listen to what I have to say after you see what's in front of you. Look and listen. Look at it, but don't look at it looking for a solution. Look at it looking for my hand. Look at it looking for my presence. Because once you see the mountain in front of you, once you see the trial and tribulation, once you see the storm in front of you, now I'm going to begin to speak to you. I'm going to begin to release my word to you. I need you to listen to what I say do next. If you're in this storm or you're seeing this mountain or you're walking in the midst of this trial and tribulation and you're looking for the solution or looking for your way through. You're not really listening for me to guide you. So God says in the midst of this shift, I need you to look and listen, look for me and listen to the word that I'm going to release because God is saying your circumstances appear first, but I will give you the words to navigate through what you see, but you need to look and listen for me. Something else that I recognize about the little kids when I was in Starbucks is that the little girl turned around and she tried to grab the first cake pop that she saw. And that's why the little boy told her, no, you need to see with your eyes and hear with your ears. Because I said, this one is yours, but you just grabbed the first thing that you saw. And God said, don't grab the first thing you see. Wait for me to speak. Wait for me to tell you this one is yours. Wait for me to tell you make a left, not a right. Wait for me to tell you I'm gonna actually move the mountain. You don't have to climb over it. Wait for me to tell you it's gonna come to pass. Just stay still for a season. Wait for me to speak. Don't just move and grab the first thing that you see. I need you to wait for me to speak. So when you look at the situation, don't look for a solution and don't look for a way out and don't look for the first thing that you can see. I need you to wait for me to speak. Look and then listen. While I was taking notes, God showed me that we have to pray for sense discernment. See, God has given us these senses to see, to smell, to taste, to hear, to touch. 
But we go throughout life using these senses based on our own knowledge or understanding. And he says, I need you to pray for sense discernment. God, teach me how to use the senses that you've given me. Teach me how to use them to align with your kingdom in the steps that you ordered for me. Because if I take what you have given me and then I begin to use them in my own way or based on my own knowledge, they won't be as effective because I'm not the one that created them or gave them to myself in the first place. So God, give me discernment and knowledge to use the senses that you've given me so that I can walk in the steps that you've ordered for me. I need sense discernment. If you guys have been up to date on my YouTube or follow me on Instagram, you guys know I got a new camera. I got the Sony ZV-1 and I also talked about it here on the podcast. And when I got the new camera, I took it out the box, I've turned it on and you know, I'm just ready to click through the settings and start recording. And what happened was I recorded four videos and the light was horrible. Out of the four videos that I recorded, I was only able to use one video. So this past week, I've been learning different settings and setting different settings and really just figuring out how to use this new camera because I don't know if y'all anything like me, but as soon as I get a new gadget, it's just like, oh, I already got this. Like, I am not reading the instructions. I'm not paying attention to it. I can figure this thing out on my own. And sometimes that's our downfall because we do the same thing in life. When God gives us things or when God reveals things to us, we think that we have enough knowledge or enough understanding to just figure it out on our own without getting the instructions from the creator. And that's what God showed me when he led me to Luke chapter eight and verse 10. It says, he said, the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you. But to others, I speak in parables so that those seeing, they may not see, though hearing, they may not understand. We have to understand that God must give us the gift of knowledge in order to see or hear what it is that he's saying. Because we can know that God is speaking and we can see that God is moving. But if we don't have the gift of knowledge to be able to understand and process it and receive it, what is the point of seeing it? I was able to turn on my new camera and record, but the quality and the lighting was bad. So I wasn't able to use any of the footage because you couldn't even see me because the, the, the film was so dark. It was like a cast was over the camera or something. I don't know what setting I had it on. So even though I was recording, the quality wasn't good because I hadn't had the instructions correctly. I hadn't had the settings correctly. So you can know that God is speaking and you can know that God is moving and you can see that God works miracles. But if you don't have the gift of knowledge from God, the gift of discernment, the gift of understanding, everything's going to come out dark and you're not going to be able to use it. So Luke 8.10 says the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you. God has to give you this knowledge to understand what he's doing in the spiritual realm, to understand what you are looking at, to understand what you are hearing and to know how to apply it to your life. The gift of knowledge has to be given to you because it says, but to others I speak in parables so that those seeing they may not see and though hearing they may not understand. So you can look and you can listen, but without sense discernment and the gift of knowledge from the kingdom of God, you won't even understand what you're looking at or what you're hearing. So in this season of shifting, God says, I need you to look and I need you to listen and I need you to pray for me to give you sense discernment and the gift of knowledge to understand exactly what you're seeing and exactly what you're hearing. 
because that is the makings of a miracle. See, what I realized about all of the miracles that I experienced in my life is that my senses made a fool of me. My senses were overruled. See, what I saw was not actually what I was seeing and what I was hearing was not actually what I was hearing because if I can see it and I can hear it on my own, then it's not really a miracle. That's just common sense. But in order for it to be supernatural, in order for it to be a miracle, it has to be something that overrules my natural senses, my natural knowledge, my natural capability, my natural mental strength, my natural knowledge. It has to overrule that in order for it to be a miracle. Some of you guys know my testimony and know how God paid for my dorm room when I was in college one year and in the natural or with my natural senses, I feel like I had it all figured out. I saw that I only had enough financial aid to cover the dorm room. And I knew that my financial aid department would take their money first. They weren't going to give me no refund check because I only had enough to cover the dorm room. So I saw how much it was. I saw how much I had. And I knew that my financial aid department was going to take it and wasn't going to give me a refund check. And common sense told me that. I knew they took their money first. So common sense said, girl, you're not getting a refund check. But God overruled all of that. And I did get my refund check. And I did stay in that dorm room. How was it paid? It was a miracle. So what I'm saying to you is when it comes to God moving in a mighty way, when it comes to God making miracles happen, he will overrule your senses. And that's why it's important to be spiritually aligned and to look and listen, not according to the physical realm, but according to the spiritual realm. But in order for you to really understand what's happening, you got to say, God, give me the gift of knowledge. God, give me discernment in my senses. I don't want to live on a, on a natural level. I want to live on a supernatural level so that I can see what you're doing and not be tricked by what I see in front of me and not be moved by what I hear around me, but be faith planted by what you said and what you released from your kingdom. So that's today's seed. The God overruled this seed because God, I believe, and I have faith that you can overrule anything that's happening in my life. I don't have to go through life trying to figure out the steps myself. I don't have to go through life worrying about what I see. I don't have to go through life being wavered or moved by what I hear. Father God, give me the gift of knowledge to know that what I see can be overruled by your power because you are the God of gods. You are the King of all Kings. You sit high and look low. So regardless of what I am surrounded, Surrounded by, I trust my father who sits high. Father God, give me sense discernment to know when it's just a natural sense that I'm discerning or to know when it's spiritual. Father God, I don't want to be moved on my natural senses. I want to be persuaded and I want to be convinced by the supernatural senses that can only be sent from you. Father God, give me spiritual kingdom. Father God, give me spiritual understanding. Father God, give me spiritual knowledge to understand what you're doing and not not just be convinced by what I'm living in. I want to live on your level because I understand that regardless of what is around me, God can overrule it. I just need to look and listen according to your kingdom. And if you're sowing the God overruled it seed, you can sow it to dollar sign the Christian Bay or PayPal Zell, the Christian Bay at gmail.com. Let's pray. 
Father God, first and foremost, thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to be listening to this podcast. Thank you for using me as your vessel. Father God, I pray that you give us a childlike faith, Father God, like those children in Starbucks, Father God, and allow us to see with our eyes and hear with our ears, not the things of this world and not the things based on our knowledge, Father God, but the things of your kingdom, the things that align with the will that you created for us when we were in our mother's womb, the things that will lead us to the that you order for us. Father God, give us sense discernment to be able to hear from you only, to be able to see your hand only, and to be able to guard our eyes and guard our ears from anything that will make us doubt the word that you release. Father God, we submit our senses to you today, Father God, and we sow into this word. We stand on this word. We believe in this word. We have faith in this word, and we know that your word will come to pass because you are not a man that you shall lie. So Father God, today we lay down our senses and we pick up your word, we pick up your promise, we pick up your will, and we pick up the steps that you ordered for us. And we say that regardless of what we see, I know what God said, Father God, we love you. We thank you and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. I love you guys so much. And I'll talk to you guys on the next episode of the Christian Made TV and podcast. Bye.